And it's nice, nice. All right. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Y'all, we are truly in for a treat. For real. Thank you so much for tuning in to another awesome, amazing podcast episode here at Brian's Place. Well, today, guess what? Guess what? A treat indeed. So, we have an awesome featured guest. Today's featured guest is a man after God's heart. He's a husband. He's a father. He's a creative innovator. He's an inspiration to the next generation. He's a worshiper. He's been keeping it 100 since before keeping it 100 was a thing. Please welcome my brother, Brandon Haskins. What's up, B? How you doing, man? Brother indeed, man. Yes. Oh, we're getting yeah. older, man. We're getting older, brother. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, get rib sweaters in full effect. Look, 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 let me explain. Look. Yeah, yeah. Sweater, man. We we were in the there's there's this, this spoken word energy that was flowing. First of all, we've known each other since church days, man. We were running around the church, worshiping, growing, all those things, man. And so we started doing the spoken word. We're on the spoken word channel, and we went to the, where we go. We're, it was, it was, a, it was um, a simply Sharon's and Tomeka Soul yeah. Food Spot, and this dude is just doing the. Most. I know sometimes spoken word, they get their cadences going, and he was just really feeling it. And we're just, I don't know what it was. We're just sitting there just hanging out. Everybody wants to eat my food. Like, this dude got a, like a rib sweater on, man. It, it just, it just, I couldn't stop laughing for like 20 minutes. It just fit the moment. I just fit the moment. He was bringing it down to the fullest extent. And I was just like, get this brother up. Man, I'm not even, know, what's he talking about, man? Get this man a soda. Get him out of here. Get out of here. But it was it was it was good times, man. Good times. It's over the times. That was the that was the uh the key word, man. The trigger word. Yes, rib sweaters. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was great. That was great for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, man. So we here, man. But um no, it's it's been good. Like the California life has been good to us, man, just some time ago. Picked up, packed up, changed states, man. And here we are, other side of the world, but still stay connected, man. Still stay connected. Glad that we stay connected at all times. Oh, definitely. That's awesome. (laughs) So on the on the East Coast, right? Southeast? South Southeast, something like that, yeah, you know. Um it's part of just the movement, man. Just kinda moving around, trying to find different opportunities and where the opportunities wherever God leads us, really, wherever God leads us and Truly was a testimony to get to this place, man, um, mm. and open some doors, build legacy for the family. Um, and that's where it all kind of gets rooted from, man. Yeah. I'll dive more into that in a little bit, but it was, it was about just kind of building legacy and um, going to that next phase. Mm. But, you know, where we go, we kind of travel, move around and see how things go. But right now, this is where we're at. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Cool. Absolutely. So just a little little icebreaker. Going to uh, okay. do a little question game um okay um so right off the right off the bat uh doritos or fritos 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 okay okay the chili cheese ones oh yeah okay doritos is the mainstream i'm out the box Doritos is yeah. (laughs) fritos all day let's go All right, lemonade or Kool-Aid? Wow, how am I going to turn against Kool-Aid? <laughs> how will I not show up for Kool-Aid, man? Depending right, yeah. Depending upon who makes it. 
I'm a roll Kool Aid. More variety, more variety. More variety for real. Absolutely. For real. Uh, Osley Brothers, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind. Radio songs. <laughs> Man, tell you, there it is. <laughs> I would, I would try to hit that note. But no, you know what's funny about Earth, Wind, and Fire is you rediscover a lot of music listening to them. The Ice Brothers is the same, but for me, I was just like, we were driving, just driving somewhere upon some Earth, Wind, and Fire essentials. Next thing you know, man, like, you're like, oh, I didn't know they wrote that. Like, it's just kind of, they're, they're so embedded in the culture more than we give them credit for, man. Earth, Wind, and Fire, all day. For real. And that's the trip, how you listen to the songs and you didn't know they sampled from me, so you'll be like, ah, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, wait. Yeah, so that's the way of the, what? Yeah, yeah. By the way, I'm like, that's yeah. Earth and Fire. It tripped me out. I thought most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Yeah, I forget what song, but yeah, so many people samples. It's a trip. Yeah. The time, all time. Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> uh, Fred Hammond and Kirk Franklin. Wow. Wow. Um. I've been thinking about that, man. That, that okay. I'm gonna be controversial. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Fred. I Kirk. Kirk to me is like on a different level, but I find myself the hymns and you yeah. Know, I, I stick with more of you know what's that? What's that? The, the Spirit more, of David you know, album. Yeah, I stick with that more than what you're looking for. You know what I mean? Kirk, okay, yeah. Kirk got the singles. Yeah, this your boy, this your nephew. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm rolling, I'm blessed. We're blessed. Right? Yes, in the city, in the field. <laughs> Late in the midnight hour. <laughs> and around, and around. Hey. Man, but I'll tell you one thing, hold up. Now, one thing, only Fred can sing the spirit of David. When we try to do it at church, we would sing that song. Yeah, I would dance like David, sing like David. They had like a list of things. I said, like, I don't think David did half the things we were doing. Yeah, right? I would jump like this. I said, jump? Yeah. What? This is, everybody remixed it. I couldn't stand it. Yeah. Did, did David do the keep the shuffle, the electric slide? Yeah. It to the left, like that. I said, wait, oh, hold up. Pastor? No. Red flag. Flag on the play. Don't do that. Don't do that. Too much. <laughs> It was in the remixing. Maybe out the praise and worship for David didn't do all that, right? Yeah, the concert remix. Yeah, there uh, you that's go. funny. And finally, um, gr- uh, salt or sugar on grits? Salt, salt. I put the bacon in there. I put the bacon, the eggs. I use my. I use mine as more of a base for like just bad heart. <laughs> a bad heart condition. I put the bacon, the eggs, and the the cheese. I go salt. Oh sweet. man! Oatmeal's for the sweet. Gris is for the salt. You know what I mean? That's how I roll. Man. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for tuning into this podcast. <laughs> now look, grits and cream of wheat are two different things. With oh, cream of wheat, right, you're right. Okay. You're mixing it up a little bit with the butter, but yeah. when it comes to the grits. It's a little more like, you know, it's a worker man's. It's, it's a working man's food at that point. Okay, yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Don't want all sugary like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oatmeal. oatmeal sweet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, Steve Harvey once said, uh, remember this, the number one cause of failure in this country is the fear of failure. Um, the number one cause of failure in this country is the fear of failure. When you hear those words, uh, what comes to your mind? Mm. I try to keep it brief. I mean, I think, I think we're so programmed in life to fear failure and look at failure as something that. Well, how much? How do I want to say this? We look at failure as almost like an outlier. When failure is truly part of the process of evolution in anything you do in your progress, so when he, I, I, I remember that statement um, he made, that quote he had, and I think the first thing that came to my mind was Shark Tank because I heard people say the same thing: you got to fail at something, you got to just attempt it. And a lot of times we want to do things so perfect from the launch that you're you're afraid to fail, but that's part of the process. You learn from that, so. Um, you know, you, you, you gotta break the stone down to chisel it, right? You gotta yeah. you gotta crack the olive to get the oil, you know, things have to progress like that, you know? Exactly. That's like real. That. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. We're gonna be doing these metaphors all day. <laughs> these analogies are coming through. This is just the beginning. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's where I stand with, man. I like that quote and you gotta you gotta step outside, man, and take that L. It's only gonna yeah. make it better, man. Got to, got to learn from failure. And on the same point, you can't like allow fear to paralyze you. Like so many people are afraid of simply knocking on the door because of what they've conjured up in their imagination is awaiting on the other side. When re in reality, it could be the greatest blessing on the other side that they would find out if they just, just knock, you know? That's, that's honestly, that's, that's it. Hey, you can't learn without an L. Oh, we start, I got one point. One is, no, no, no. <laughs> but it's like, no, you're right, man. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And that's what the risk is all about. A lot of success yeah. comes from the risk. And I've never seen God pull me in places where I'm 100% comfortable. You know, I never see God move me across this board of life and it always be the most comfortable, soothing trip. Sometimes I got to go through the mud to come up. I, I remember one time I told my cousin this. It was something to the effect of um, how how pottery is made. You know, it's muddy and it's it's real messy. Yeah. And then after it sits out in the sun, it dries, it becomes a beautiful piece of art. You know, then you can do things with it. You can mold it from that place and you can really add your touch to it. And you were talking we talked about earlier when you spoke about the arrow as well, man. Like there's there's phases to this. There's layers to this game. Yeah. So definitely on the other side of all risk and all endeavors. But make sure you're in God's will, because sometimes we do things and we put ourselves in consequential situations, you know, um, thinking that it's God, but not staying on focus. You know, God will do it to us the right way and things will play themselves out to where it's tough, but it's not dangerous. It's not it's humbling, not consequential. It's it's something to grow from, not something that will break you. It'll yeah. humble break you so um you know nothing you cannot bear right you never put anything on your heart that you can't bear so it's it's definitely um that's definitely something to think about for sure for sure yeah that's real and uh, um you know i gave this uh episode the title about um being a man and being a man is great but there are times when it, it really gets tough there are almost times when we uh want to give up you know some 
are still dealing with issues or trauma from their childhood. And even if you aren't, there's, you know, the constant aggravating ways of the enemy always trying to get us to trip up. There's our flesh that we're constantly having to put and keep discipline. You know, it's a lot of work, like really being a man of integrity, being a man of your word, being a, it's a lot of work, simply being a good man, let alone a man after God's heart. And I think there's extra like work for us as men because we're the covering of our households. And like, what good is the roof on the house if there's <laughs> leaks in the roof, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love how I love how God has given this life so much to pull from. Like I, sometimes I just stop and think like so many illustrations in life mm-hmm. that you can pull from. Yeah. And I like the, the the metaphor or the simile, right, of the roof, you know, because in a way, one of the biggest joys I ever had uh, as a father was being or it, as a yeah, as a father currently. Right. Um, is is being that handyman is fixing things. I, I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. I mean, I don't like paying for it, but I like, <laughs> you know, the, the ability to grow. Yeah. And grow. yeah. So when we finally move to our next our next spot. You know, I'm I'm familiar with the, the the symptoms of you know a leaky faucet, the symptoms mm-hmm. of this and that, and and knowing how to put things together. So in a way, it's like as a man, you're never going to be perfect. Um, you have to know you're never going to be perfect as a human being, um, but understand the symptoms of your shortcomings and the mm-hmm. symptoms of challenges. It's 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 that day to day. You know, God's still working on you constantly. You're constantly a work um, in progress with God, and so. Um, you're right, man. We are the covering. There's a lot of responsibility on our roles. Just as we talk as men, a lot of responsibility on our roles. You know, women would have their conversation. The young people have their conversations. But in this conversation, um, as a covering of our families, I for sure agree with you on that, man. It's a lot of responsibility, especially in times like today. It's, it's a different outlook on the family structure. It's a different place we've come as a society. Um so it's a lot of challenges, man, on how we define our roles and our purposes in today's world, man, in the name of the Lord and, and as men of God, right? It's, it's a trip. Yeah. It's a yeah. trip. It is. It's, um, you know, and it, like you're saying, you know, it requires a lot of work, but definitely so awesomely worth it. You know, being able to fight and continually evolve into the best version of ourselves for our yeah. family and most of all for us, you know, and for God that we may be pleasing in his eyes. And it's awesome. Like no matter how rusty a pipe may be, it can still be used to pour water through. Mm-hmm. And like we can still be used no matter what we've been through, you know, as long as we stay in position to be used and to uh, for God to pour in us and through. Absolutely. You know, I'm keeping score of all these metaphors we got right now. You know, it's about five to three. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we're going to be up all night with this, man. Right. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. But, yeah. yeah. I'm the wrong guest to have for a short episode. We're going to be here all day, man. I'm telling you, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you, B. I'm so sorry. Real. And speaking of, like, um, a real man, like, you know, everyone loves Superman because he goes around saving you know, helping people out and fixing their problems. But in my imagination, I kind of think that maybe his cape was really red because 
of his internal bleeding while he was going from place to place, helping to stop up other people's from bleeding. All the meanwhile, he was internally bleeding, but he was like, you know, as men, we try to toughen up, act like nothing's wrong. And so he used his cape to cover up. And that's why it's red because of, of the blood. And it's like, you know, it's, it's a it's a trip when you really when you really think about it. Yeah, being vulnerable, I think, is one of the hardest things as a man. You know, it's, 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 here comes that controversial statement that's going to get me going viral. But, uh, no, it's, it's, you know, we have a lot of conversations about the emasculation. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of conversations about um, that machismo, that hyper-masculinity. So it's, it's that weird blend where, as a, as a man, you know, it's okay to cry, right, that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the same way we did that comparison of Fritos, Doritos, like, can men cry or do men not cry? Like, yeah. it's one of those yeah. controversial fences we walk. And I know what you mean. Um, that was a time. Superman definitely came from a time as well, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where we really had to hyper-focus on men being so strong and having all the answers. And I think we are the generation that comes from that, from that lineage. You know, the men above us, very... Uh, very strong, stern, five miles in the snow kind of men. And I think this generation, we're just now learning the value of being vulnerable. Yeah, transparent. Perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, 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 it's something to definitely grow from. Something we definitely got to talk about generation to generation. You know, yeah. how you get your son with that sensitivity, with that vulnerability, but still mm-hmm. that same understanding of leadership. And what that looks like can't be too soft, can't be too hard. You know, it's a yeah. hard line to draw and a hard fence to walk as a father in these times. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a challenge. It can be a challenge at times. It, it really is. And it just, you know, um, not, you know, trying to get emotional or anything. But like just the other day, I was, uh, you know, some young guys were, um, um, you know, looking at my uh, podcast and they're like, man, I want to be like you. I'm like don't wish to be like me because you you don't know what it took for me to get where I'm you don't know what it's still taken for me still to be the person I am and it's like you know yeah um, everyone sees like the finished product but it's like no one sees all the all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that that prayers that just different you know just um it's it's rough, you know, and it's like, you know, but by the grace of God, but by the grace of God, for real. Absolutely, man. Behind the scenes, you know, it's yeah. tough. It's tough. You know, sometimes as a father, I, I find myself, it's a burden, man. It's a burden um, that you carry. Now, it's not, I don't want to say it's a burden. I mean, that puts it in a negative light. It's a, it's a tad yeah. Yeah, it's a heavy weight. You know, it's not a burden. Being a father is not a burden, and it shouldn't be to anybody. Um, but it can be, you know, the circumstances. I don't want to pick on anybody. In the circumstances, it can be a burden to deal with some things. But it is a heavy task. It's a heavy. It's a heavy weight on our shoulders. Yeah. And how to how to how to pick and choose how to pick and choose times when to be strong and when to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm right there with you and how to be somebody else. You know, I mean, I always look to, you know, it's, it's funny. A lot of times as you look for heroes, you don't find them, man. Social media, yeah. these windows we have to people's lives. It's so hard to find heroes that are so consistent that you can really lean on. You know, when I was a kid, it was like, 
Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, and JFK, yeah. and then like you read all these stories about imperfections of everybody, and it's really hard to say I want to be like you because you may end up being me tooed or canceled, and I don't want to be a part of that. So yeah. Yeah. you really have to sit and focus on what God has for you. You really do. Um, it's I'm just thrilled. you know. Yeah. It's the underlying thread of our culture that ultimately always comes back to how God has something for each of us individually. Yeah. You know, um, it's just there, man. It's embedded in who we are as, as humans. We, we are drawn to God by default, you know, and now I think this whole social media thing, there's the good and the bad. But one of the underlying threads of it is we always have to come back and find ourselves individuals. And uh-huh. hopefully that people would understand that God has a purpose for each of us. You know, one by one, man. Yeah, so, that's yeah. real. You're right. So real, and it's like, you know, as I was saying, like, just to not only get to the point where I'm today, but stay at that point, there's a lot I have to, um, you know, battle through that. You know, I just keep, you know, between, like, me and God. And so, like, the young guys I was telling, I was like, you know, don't wish to be me. The best person you could ever be is the best version of yourself. So that's the person you need to strive to to be like, because that's, you know, because like God has placed gifts in all of us that we need each other. So if I'm over here trying to be something and I'm not, then someone may miss out on the gift that was originally put in me, you know, so we got to be, stay in our lane so um, we can not only tap into the inner gifts, but like distribute them and walk in them and flow in them, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. I stamp that, stamp with approval with that. <laughs> That's real. And, you know, the awesome thing is that with God's help, we men can rise to the occasion of being the godly man of wisdom, integrity, and love that God has called us to be and that, um, that God is, and that our families need to be. So, like, on that note, I, I honor you, brother, and I salute you for being the role model for the example of what stepping up to the plate looks like and for what walking in your calling looks like and for what being a man of integrity and being an awesome father and husband look look like. So, like, I, I salute you, like, for real, for real. Hey, I appreciate that, man. It's, um, you know, I, man, it's, it's uh, I appreciate that. It means a lot. It means a lot. I've had a controversial statement number two it's not easy you know being with somebody um and maintaining it and raising a family it's not easy not in the sense where you know i turn over my wife i'm like oh yeah it's it's not that i'm I'm in love i'm happy i'm satisfied by all means it's just a matter of the companionship and you know holding this thing down it's like it's like Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, you know. Yeah. Um, when Tom left, it's not as easy as he thought it would be to keep that thing going. You really do need a, a dynamic duo to raise these young people in these times, man. Yeah. And I have a lot of people in my life that that's not easy to acquire, and it's also not easy to maintain. And I think a lot of times in uh, – it, it, you know, it's just it's just tough, man. It's tough to um, to hold it down, man, and, and and to keep it together. And I guess I I keep picking the wrong words. I don't say it's tough, 
it's a task. That's yeah. the yeah. word. It's a task. I love my marriage. I'm ha- happily married. It's just a matter of, you know, it's a task, man, to also not only maintain it for yourself and with your wife, but also for my children to see mm-hmm. example and for them to yeah. see our ups and our downs. Um, you know, it's, they get the behind the scenes, man. It's not always pretty. It's not always ugly, but it's a task, man. Yeah. So I appreciate the being acknowledged, man. As they would say nowadays, giving me my flowers. <laughs> I'm giving you your flowers. I'm like, what is, who makes these new terms, man? Who makes these new terms? Yeah. Here's your, here's your here's, what's that from a uh, prom? Here's your. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, your corsage. Yeah, here's your corsage. I'm giving you your corsage. I'm like, when did that hashtag come built? <laughs> But um, I appreciate it, man. Um, and shout out to all those um, who are the blended families, the, the, the newlyweds, the, the hold it downs for 50 years, and those who are courting and going that direction and building. It's, it's, it's important. God, Adam and Eve, man, he meant for this to be a companionship and for us to find that partner to um, yeah. work things through. So it's, I'm, I'm thankful for this opportunity and this platform. Uh, that God has given me for my children, man. I'm thankful that's for right. it every day. That's real. That's real. And uh, speaking on that, uh, talk a little about, about uh, a little bit about uh, married life. Um, okay. How long have you been married? <laughs> my wife's looking at me right now. I've been married for 20 years and happy. No, 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 no. <laughs> She's like, you better say something good. Don't you mess this up. No, it's been uh, <laughs> we've been married, man, for um, almost 18 years, man. Wow. I'm old, bro. I don't realize how old I'm. You know, uh, something's missing. Uh, no, uh, yeah, we, I, look, I got married and the line was right here. I got married, man. The line was right here and uh, look, it was like bow, bow. Look, ten years later, just digress. I said, man, twenty years. I'm locked in for life. No, um, it, it's it's you. You edit that scene out. No, it's it's. It's it's been seventeen going on eighteen years, bro. Wow. Um, just being together, um, and it's it's been a blessing, man. It's as yeah. happy as I could ever be, man. That's Happy good. Man. Major, major. Congrats. And on that note, like, how have you and your wife been able to successfully navigate the different seasons that not only marriage bring, but the different seasons in life while growing? Um, at the same time, because I'm sure you both are a better version of yourselves now than you were when you when you got married. So, like, how were you able to, you know, navigate every all the changes and all that? Man, where do I start? My pastor, uh, shout out to uh, Temecula Imani Temple, Pastor James Mason. Shout out to Pastor James Mason. Yeah. Um, and Sister Iwana Mason and the, and the Church of God in Christ that raised me up and um, was the, the anchor in my life and spiritual growth. Um, he was the pastor that married me and my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and through our counseling, you know, we, 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 we really take simple information for granted. We really take common sense and simple single step things for granted. He just looked at us, he said, gotta pray together every night. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, pastor, you know. I'm glad you put that box. You're like, no, friend, you got to pray together every night and really, you know, explore that. I think a lot of times we limit prayer to a bedtime story with God. Hmm. Look at it as a constantly active, um, an, an, act, an act, 
It's, it's, it's in action at all times. You're constantly in conversation with the Lord. And I think having that, it leaves God in the conversation in everything you do. So when you stop praying, you stop having conversation. You stop having conversation, and when you and your wife are interacting, God's not in the conversation. That's when the fights start. That's when the arguments start to break out because God is not holding us accountable. And the mm-hmm. things that we're talking about are now flesh, my needs, your needs, what I need, what you want. And I, I remember I wrote a verse, man, one of my verses, I said, um, fussing then we fight and now I'm out like Nixon, right? Like all of a sudden we we breaking apart and things are falling apart. And I mm-hmm. feel like when you're in active engagement with God in that constant conversation with God, mm-hmm. everything that happens from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. is accountability, understanding the partnership. One thing that did help us, we had a low point, um, you know, man, working hard, bro. If I can go on tangents and talk about the jobs I've worked and the jobs she's worked and the different, you know, lifetime movie specials we've lived through, man. Yeah. Mother bought me a book, The Five Love Languages. I buy this book for every new couple. I buy this book for every couple that is, that I'm, that I, I fall into and get to know and hang out with and associate with and they're like oh it's our anniversary or it's my birthday the five love languages yeah learning how to communicate to somebody through their love language is just the ultimate way to compromise and to meet somebody halfway yeah and knowing that time or touch or gift giving you know you can yeah mess up but when I give you flowers why is it not registering back well when I learned that her that her love language was this she understands that I'm trying to meet her in that place versus mm-hmm. just the act of saying sorry or the act of you know trying to be the perfect man when you meet them there that yeah. has us a long way Brian it almost reset our relationship because we have been for the first like five years living in this world of I'm the man you're the woman and not understanding why there's so much tension in that. I was like, well, if you listen to Beyonce, like why is she so independent minded? <laughs> like won't let this work. But it, it, it was actually just because we we're living in our own zones. Mm-hmm. We got the love language. We started praying together. Um, shout out to uh, Prince of Peace, Church of God in Christ as well. Pastor, overseer, Michael Watkins. We had a lot of time with him. Yeah. To get some counseling as well and, and work through his church and kind of build up in that community and it helped us a lot to get on our feet man and so that has really built a strong brick by brick foundation for us mm-hmm. to work on um, wow that's, that's it's awesome that you uh mentioned that because just in the last video i was actually talking about um uh languages and yeah. you know how it is when we when we go to another country we get all excited we think about and plan <laughs> what we're gonna go eat and we're, we'll even take a couple classes to learn how to talk, especially if they talk, speak another language in that country. And we good. learn their dialect. And so when it comes to marriage, we have to learn the dialect of our marriage. We can't go into marriage still speaking the me language. We have to, you know, um, change how we approach things and change, um, you know, our, our language, you know. And, and adjust. you're right. There's some things you cannot do in different regions you know this is not always what it means here and you know this is not always what it means here and you know there's certain systems and 
um, etiquette that you follow and yeah. how you talk to women, how you talk to children, how you talk to each other. You're right. And when you enter into the different world of, 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 of marriage or even being a father, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we think it's limited to just our spouse. You know, you're raising three seeds that you're, that you're investing into. Hmm. And sometimes we think, oh, because I'm an oak tree, I'm raising an oak tree. Hmm. I have a bamboo, I have a, a ficus, I have a bird of paradise. I have different plants that yeah. are different vegetation and different wow. ways of really like raising. So you have to not only learn the love language of your wife, but you have this beautiful garden like a garden of Eden, right? There's a yeah. garden of different vegetation and how to get them to bear fruit. Um, I have an, you know, an apple tree, a peach tree, a strawberry. You know, there's different purposes that God has for them. I can't just say, um, I was raised one way. I have to do it this way with all three. No, man, they're three different kids. And it's like, that's another element. We are just a beautiful <laughs> a greenhouse of, of personalities and, and yeah. purpose for, from through God's eyes, man. It's, it's, it's a trip. It's a trip. So you're right. Language is everything. Knowing how to deal with people in their, in their spaces is very big. It's very important. It is. And takes, you know, time to, you know, time to, uh, learn the language. Cause if you, if you don't, and you go to another country, you, uh, say something wrong. That's yeah. saying to you. <laughs> Nice knowing you. <laughs> you send over letters. Somebody come and get me, please. I'm yeah. stuck with life, man. Yeah, you're in trouble. Tell you. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, you know, so it's real important. And like when you speak about sacrifice, like there's, there's, you know, people share their marriages and, you know, looks all nice on the outside, but there was a lot of sacrifice on the, on the inside. It reminds me of like ballerinas. Um, they look all nice and pretty, elegantly gliding. But in order for that to happen, <laughs> ballerinas have bloody toes. Man. <laughs> for real. Just some ballerinas you just put on blast, Brian. They are not happy about <laughs> the fortune they spent at the, again, the pedicure, man. They have them toes busted. No, you're yeah. right. It's, it's, toes it's, busted, man. That spin was on point. You, But the toes, you know, toes, uh, yeah. Law just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the thing is all just knuckles, man, knuckles. But she got that perfect. Wow, <laughs> man. Uh, what what they saying, Lila, the claw. You know, them things is. Yeah. Uh, back to the locker room, man. <laughs> we don't get a whole bunch of thumbs down for that from some ballerinas. I don't like that comment. I don't like it. Turn it off. Uh, you're right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's it's true you know there's a lot of blood and sacrifice behind the scenes and speaking of sacrifice like you know you got married like people like to dress up the altar and stuff but when you think about it things die at the altar so you arrive you arrived at the altar in one state but then when you left the altar you didn't leave as you 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 are still at the altar you left as one with with your wife so you know the altar that's uh yeah absolutely what they say you won't leave here like you came in jesus name yes down the press afflicted sick or lame i'm telling you man are you 
<laughs> ah, we going back on Sunday, 9 a.m., bro. No, <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. I'm just going to watch this and go, I got like three references out of here today. But no, it's, it's, um, you're right. It's, it's, it's a change in who you are. Um, I'm not dogging my boys, but you know, you do change. You do change. They'll, they'll, they'll say a whole different change. You was, but no, it's just, yeah, yeah. It does change. I think, side note, I think I really did change a lot. I was, I was the boy. I was hanging my boys, man, but I felt something. I felt a special connection to, to my wife and it did change me from, from ground zero. We was dating for about two weeks. I was already, I was like, this is the one, this is where it's going. But no, you do change, you have to change, you have mm-hmm. to find, you have to shed, you pull that layer back. Yeah. You, you pull a layer from yourself. You, you put that skin, that layer down, and you walk out renewed, something yeah. different. And it happens every so often, not every year on your anniversary, but there's episodes and chapters of this game um, and game is a term for this experience mm-hmm. um, this experience of, of married life there's just different chapters kids bring different chapters yeah. arguments bring different chapters how you respond to those challenges paying bills getting your check in the, in, in the bank and going that's not mine, but like there's different, different, yeah, yeah. different jobs, different school credentials, growth, getting older, health, different things create different chapters that pull different layers back to this life, man. Yeah, all these layers. There's a lot of tears, man. It's a lot of growth, good tears, bad tears, a lot of growth. So you're definitely changing, ever evolving. Yeah, um, and there's definitely there's definitely growth, like. A couple who's been married a year or two years can't compare their marriage to, um, you know, someone who's been married 50 years. You know, you can't despise the small beginnings because when you think about it, within every small acorn is a whole forest. Within one acorn is a forest. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. As small as that, man, you know, that's wild, man. That's wild. Yeah. Oh. You're right. You're right. Within every acorn is a, a oak tree, and within every a- oak tree is a, a, you know, is a is a forest. So I don't I don't need an oak tree. Just give me the acorn. I'm I'm cool. You know. We'll- absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. She met me. I was an acorn, brother. I was. She met me. I looked back at myself. I was like, you you were with me. You stay with me on that. Wow. I was a terrible acorn. I was a, I was a mess. <laughs> she fixed me up right, man. She fixed me up right. That's right. That's right. You got the right one. That yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So how do you like balance between marriage time, family time, ministry, uh, wifey time, and like time to time for yourself? There's only uh, 24 hours in each day, unless you know God bless you with more hours. But like you know, man. Um, but we're currently in, you know, this. here's the new chapter. The new chapter is the businesses. You know, the new chapter is um, teenage kids. Mm. This, this current chapter is teenagers, uh, toddler, um, new environment. Uh, we are isolated out here. We have family, but we, we left the comfort of the familiar. Yeah. You have, you know, your job. Her job, 
and we have our businesses and we have our endeavors. So this is how you know it's of God. You know, one, one symptom that I can say that I know it's of God is how it builds a legacy and it doesn't divide the legacy. Hmm. It, it builds upon it. A lot of times I got to talk to my young men out there. I'll talk on behalf of men. You know, you have these endeavors and these things that put your family in compromising positions and you think it's all about God. And, you know, sometimes I'd be careful. I, I was never that person, Brian, who like, when you would hear a celebrity, how he became a millionaire, Tyler Perry, he's like, oh man, I, I was homeless and slept in my car. I was yeah. like, well, I don't think I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> these kids, man, I can't sacrifice that much. But um, what, I was, what I'm trying to say is, what we're doing right now is we had to talk about this literally, Brian, like two days ago with the family. We sat down with my kids and, you know, we've just been talking about how busy we've been in this chapter of our lives. Mm-hmm. So what we did in that discussion, we talk a lot as a family. We have devotionals every night. I encourage fathers and parents out there to sit with their kids and have devotion. Devotional is not you sit down and you, you thump them with the Bible. No, the Bible yeah. has to be an active, engaging experience. It mm-hmm. can't be, I'm a teacher. It can't be something you just sit and lecture on math. How do you apply it in life is when you engage people. So you don't just sit down with your kids and tell them, open up to Matthew and memorize the book of Matthew. No, you have to engage it and make it applicable. And so what we do every night is before we go to bed, we pray together, we talk about the day, how are things going, we 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 unpackage the day. And that's when the discipline, that's when the directions happen, that's when the the spiritual guidance comes in, the vulnerability opens up. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you know, you guys, in this chapter of our lives, you guys see that me and your mom are very busy. We're launching something, we're running a couple businesses, and you guys probably think that we're just doing what? And my son's like, to make money? I said, no, man, Christmas is down the line. Leave me alone, we're not talking about that. He's like, to make money, dad, to pay yeah. for the last mortgage? I said, no. I said, actually, this business is used to fund those endeavors. Uh-huh. So that when those endeavors are active, you have a legacy. This is all part of a continuum. So as the kids understand that your role is to motivate me, let me know that all my investments are reaping good grades, are yes. reaping disciplined children. And then you see your father work hard because he knows that he's handing something down to greatness. Uh-huh. And we move this thing in a continuum. And as you see that intertwining grow, now we have... A, con- uh, a cohesive vision. You wonder why you see so many con- controversial statement number three. You wonder why you see so many people who are so successful and things explode. People, you know, I'm not going to talk about celebrities who play football for an extra season, but there are situations where you would think that there's just the perfect situation. Big house, lots of money, and it blows up. Well, because people have their ambitions and the ambitions don't align with the family legacy. Mm-hmm. And those things can break. And what happens when a tree's vines break? It just starts to die, bro. Mm-hmm. Maybe that tree might be big, Brian. Metaphor number 18. But if that thing is split and broken, yeah. it just dies slowly. Next wow. thing you know, check this out, B. Check this out. B, we're going to be here for two hours. <laughs> when we got oh, yeah. we moved into our home, I looked at my tree. We had a tree in front of our yard. Mm-hmm. It was full of life and it just happened to die, right? It died. Mm-hmm. They owe me on that. I'm paying on the HOA. But no, um, 
I called I called a landscaper over and I was like, hey man, can you take a look at this? He's like, that tree's been dead for some time. Hmm. It, these little ropes that hold it up, you would think the thing is alive. Uh-huh. It's been dead for, he, he took a branch, snapped it off. This thing's been dead for like a month and a half. You would wow. never know. Wow. And so you have these marriages where you think the tree is so tall and strong, wow. and fortified. Yeah. It's been dead for years, bro. It's been dead for years. It just took someone to snap off a branch or a storm to kick it over for you to realize how dusty and dead and useless that tree has been the whole time. Wow. Legacies are broken, dog. They're broken. Controversial statement. Hey, I'm just a regular guy, right? Yeah. It blows up and these things fall apart. And so if you're not doing things in your family of God, you will have a symptom because it's not cohesive. In fact, Brian, hold up, bro. Eve came from Adam's rib. God has always made it for these things to be cohesive. Mm -hmm. He has never made for the legacy of the family to be divided by your ambition and your ambition. That's a mistake. Mm -hmm. Pull the rib from the man so that everything that happens is cohesive. Mm -hmm. So my vision aligns with your vision. These things will connect to build a legacy. Those are the symptoms of something you know that's of God. And we're finding in these times of the millionaires, the recessions, the inflations, and chasing the money and the dollar, some relationships are built upon ambition of getting those numbers. And it's breaking these trees, these family trees. They're breaking down and they're dying, bro. They're dying. And it's, um, that's my two cents. I think I've had three controversial statements they're getting me canceled on YouTube, so I need to be careful. I don't want to. I don't get it. They they turned off my YouTube page one time. What? I made videos. I made videos of how to tutor people, and I I got online one day, and I was like, YouTube, like you you posted um, content. I said I was telling people how to solve math problems. <laughs> Look, I'll send you the email. They sent me back. They're like, Yeah, you're right. I said, Well, why'd you turn my page off for like three months? Yeah. It was crazy. Wow. Because I want to show you how to solve rational expression. Um, wow. It was crazy. But so, yeah, man. That's just, much. Yeah. That's my two cents on the family tree, man. You know? Man. That's, uh, that's real. And on that note, like, I think about older generations and how, you know, they have, they, you, you hear older people say, you know, you got to make time for time. And they knew how to. You have to make time for time because the tree needs nurturing. It yeah. needs caring for. It needs love, you know. And from each generation should still be able to carry that down to take make time to be intentional about, like, pouring into a tree. It's not just a tree, but it's, it's in a sense, the version of you. So when you go on to be with the Lord, that version of you is still here and Absolutely. continues, you know. As, Absolutely. 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 That's true. That's real. I like that. Amen. And man, you're uh, doing some awesome things. You're um, a teacher. And so you have um, a company called Haskins Learning Center. I appreciate that, man. Yes, indeed. More flowers. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) You know, um, okay, so I listen to a lot of different podcasts, man. 
And I can't lie, this sister had a really good podcast. It was called The Side Hustle. If I can remember where it's at. But she um, had, a, had, a, had a podcast, and it was always about taking what you do that you're good at and people want you to, um, people aspire for you to do with them and work with them. And mm-hmm. if they're willing to pay you for a gift, that's your side hustle. I mean, I'm a teacher, man, and it fell in my lap. My story, this, this pathway fell into my lap and I, I rolled into my destiny. That's the best way. I, it fell into my destiny this way. And um, I have been blessed just to work with students and to work with them one-on-one. Uh, and people come to me, man. It's not even about me having to go out and, and you know, it's the word of mouth from people that work with me that travel around and uh, it's opened up a lot of doors for me and my family um, to work virtually. COVID really exploded the opportunities. Yeah. Um, the challenge was always balancing the, uh, the, in, the, the influx of clientele and being a good father. But there's been a wonderful balance of late and I'm just hoping that it continues that way. Um, but it's been going for about seven years now, man. Wow. Seven years just working. Right. That's what's up. Hey, man. And it's, it's, we finally found the next step is to take it and to expand it, you know, to, to maximize. So you always, you always um, scale up. You mm-hmm. scale up. So now we're scaling up. We're taking it to the next level, um, to case management. And um it's it's been a blessing, man. It's been a blessing. So it's virtual online tutoring. We do things from individual one on ones, small groups, summer enrichment. Um, teach everything K to twelve. Utilize online programs. We have homework help where we just work with students on what they're working on. Connect with their teachers. Mm-hmm. Advocate and partner with schools. Not advocate because we're looking for a lawsuit. We partner yeah. with schools and teams of teachers and build up students because that's more important than making a check. Um, problem solving, not trying to sue people. Um, yeah. We have subject support where um, students are just trying to build up their skill sets. We make an individualized plan with them. My experience in IEPs allows me to work with people one-to-one and really develop academic goals. And mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're doing great things, man. And um, we're, we're looking to scale up this coming uh, phase. So we're excited about the next step. Man, that's what, that's what's up. Making a difference, you know? Yeah. There's been a lot of no's in the process. A lot of no's. Um, You think that sometimes you put, you'll put a proposal together, you'll put an idea together, and you will think that you have it set. You watch Shark Tank, you watch Shark, you're ready to do it just like Kevin O'Leary. Yeah. Walk in the room and God says, the hearts are hardened, and this is not the pathway. But mm-hmm. the experience of hearing the no prepares you for the yes, makes you appreciate exactly. the yes. The yes, yeah. Hungrier for it. So um, it's, a, it's a good time, good season. That's real. And on that note, like, you know, the word nothing, of course, you know, it has a bad connotation to it. But when you think about it, nothing is what can be an inspiration to you because when you think about like a land builder or an architect when they see a lot of nothing a actual lot with nothing on it it's like that's when it starts coming so it's like you know yeah yeah when it's like god giving you a blank canvas and there's yeah, nothing yeah. on it 
less room for you to your creativity and dreams and ideas to to be put on it. So, man, so, you know what? Some of my favorite when I when I was in my sketch, I, I sketch. I haven't sketched in some time, but my favorite uh, uh, palettes or canvases to to sketch on were plywood. I would take like desks and the desk would even root that would break or something. I take the the back side of it, and plywood is just shredded pieces of whatever compacted into this thing and the visions would come to me and that was my best art because it was just like I could see it clearly yeah. through all the different you know shreddings of what was not of mm. all the nothings and that yeah. would be like my best sketches man I'm like you know what that's kind of how visions are you gotta have some no's and some nothings man mm. you're right there to really be inspired to do more to be hungry mm. for it to really want it you know and um, you're right man that's it. That's it. Nothing is something. <laughs> nothing is something, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Nothing is yeah. something. Yes. What's that song you, uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. You can't get something if you have nothing or something. <laughs> <laughs> is that Earth, Wind, and Fire? <laughs> <laughs> is that Earth, Wind, and Fire? Put that in the comments down below. Right, I don't know if that's Earth, Wind, and Fire, Schoolhouse Rocks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It might be the Isley Brothers. You never know. But yeah. Right. <laughs> oh. They're their eyes are coming. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Mr. Biggs. <laughs> man, they still making music, man. They doing versus battles now. Yeah, so I'm like <laughs> We need some we need some gospel verses, but gospel verses end up being a big worship fest. So it's they don't reverse. Right. Like, I'm gonna verse you. Yolanda Adams versus CC Wines. They just start worshiping. I'm like, well, I can't vote for this. Yeah, yeah. This is an amazing experience. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Maverick City and just, just yeah. yeah. Maverick City versus DC Talk. Let's see what's up, man. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just. Who got all the hits? Yeah. You know? By the end of that, everyone be prostrate. Just, ah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who wants to vote? They're like, well, yeah. I'm going behind you. the veil, staying there, like, where you at? We hold up. You know, actually, Christians, man, we always originate things, okay? We used to have tag team preachers. That was like preaching verses. Yeah, we yeah. Had Noel Jones and, like, you know, Juanita Bynum. They, it was yeah. like a verses, and they'd be taking the same message and they'd be working it, man. And right. they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Juanita would start preaching, man, and you start trying to get your life right. Juanita Bynum would have some tapes. We used to watch some tapes of Juanita Bynum. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm Real not living right, man. I get myself together. Go with John, man. man. Oof. Man. You know, Jesse Duplantis. Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> He's still going. Jesse's yeah. still going. Smiling. He was 80 when I was 10. You know? Right. I don't know how old he is, man. Those tapes being recycled. He's, uh, <laughs> He's still doing it, man. God bless him. Yeah, they they on it. They doing it. Uh, <laughs> So, like, finally, um, um, well, first of all, how can people reach out to you if they are interested in Haskins Learning Center? You know what? Um, we are simply just connected through email, man. Um, we are HaskinsLearningCenter at gmail.com. Uh, you just simply reach out. Uh, we go from there, man. Uh, we did the website thing. We did the online platform we, we are on linkedin you can find me on linkedin um we just found that the word of mouth has been 
the way it's been moving. You know, we want to definitely just keep it genuine, authentic. Um, but we are coast to coast. Uh, we have clients that range from the West Coast and California all the way to the East Coast to the Carolinas, man. So we are we are seeing different faces. So Haskins Learning Center at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, or on LinkedIn. Uh, just jump on in, send a message. We'll be there to, to work with you and make something work and also to guide you. Um, we also believe in sowing into people. So, uh, you know, God doesn't bless things and, and he won't take things away if you edify others, you know, and you're trying to find the right pathway. It's mm-hmm. just a way of seeding into people and those things always come back to bless. So that's just how God's been working for me. So you need answers. We got, we got all the, we're problem solvers over here. So. I like that. That's real. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and finally, um, if there is a young man out there who's listening to this or watching this, who maybe have an awesome marriage and who may be walking in his greatness like you are, and um, he's doing big things, but he may be having a hard time trying to balance everything. Um, what's um, a word of encouragement or advice you would give him? Hmm. Patience. Keep God in the mix. It's a season. Things are seasonal. Um, there are seasons. You know, God, like I said, God illustrates so many things through our lives. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a season for snow. And then those seasons will melt away and create the most beautiful spring. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those seasons of spring get so hot, you live in hot like summer, man. And things yeah. are flying through, and then things burn up and they start to fall. There's seasons in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those, for that young man out there who is, you know, a young father raising kids and he's having some trouble with his marriage, understand the love languages. I can't express that enough. Understand that. Work those types of activities through with your spouse and with your partner so mm-hmm. that you two can find that understanding one another, the role of the husband, the role of the wife, understand those things. The role of a father as, a, as, as you seed into your children um, or whoever you are looking over at that time, you know, nieces and nephews and your family unit. Mm-hmm. But um, keep God first, pray together. And like I said, prayer is an active experience. It's not bedtime stories by the bedside and listening to messy music and watching messy things and not following the word. It's an active experience where God is actively in your life. So patience, um, keeping God first in all that you do and, uh, and keep, keep prayer active. Keep things God centered. You'll be fine. It's just a season. I guarantee that. (laughs) That's right. Awesome words of encouragement. And just, um, you know, every there's a season to everything. And it's, as you were talking about earlier, um, chapters and chapters are always different. But when you're they're put together, it makes a beautiful book. And you're able to like as you go through the totality of the book, see how, as it says, you know, that all things were working together for for your good. So that's that's a blessing. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, well, Brian, the final count is forty six to 28 metaphor count. We, there's 46, to, I think 33. I lost count after 20. The metaphors got out of hand today. But we held it under 50. 
So wow, well, okay. <laughs> we on it. We on it. Gotta do part two, sequel. Absolutely. Four to six, sequel. Absolutely, absolutely. And th- next time I come through, I'm gonna have a background. I've seen some of your guests, man. They got some nice backgrounds. Who says yes. that? LED brother had the LED lights. I'm like, <laughs> I wasn't prepared, but I was like, I should go buy me at least a six footer. <laughs> and you be sitting talking to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you can try to copy that, you know, get a little background. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, all, all, all good. good. <laughs> it's, a, it's an awesome world, you know. It's Absolutely, a great thing, awesome platform, you know. Yeah. But yeah, thank you again so much for uh, taking the time to come on. Always remember, to the world you may be one person, but to one person you may be the world for real. Absolutely, and Brian, thank you for what you're doing. You know, we need more positive, God-centered, God-focused accountability credibility we need more things like this in our social media space so we give you your flowers today and congratulations on multiple seasons consistency multiple episodes and guests that are sharing this word with other people in a positive way ladies and gentlemen what you see is what you get with brian uh known this man oh my goodness man almost 20 years yeah plus when he yeah. was a teenager walking around with the denim jacket on. <laughs> he rocked the denim jacket on you. And um, back when I had a fade, right? So now I know this guy for a long time. Love this dude, man, like a brother. And um, he is my brother. And uh, glad that we're still staying connected, man. But this is what you see is what you get with Brian. You get the stamp of approval from me, brother. Appreciate you. Love you, man. Appreciate you. I love. Absolutely. I love. Well, I know you guys have definitely, truly been blessed by this. Definitely feel free to share. And um, you know how it is sometimes when you're watching a movie, sometimes you got to see things, see the movie a second time to get more things out that you didn't get the first time. So if you got to watch this again, then then so be it. A whole bunch of nuggets and awesome jewels dropped. Um, I thank God again for um, my bro, uh, Brandon Haskins. And um, thank you all always for rocking and rolling with me. you know, I strive to bring you the best from from God's heart. That's why I call this podcast as well as a podcast bakes books, um, the podcast that obedience built. And this is truly a testimony of what God can do when we give him our yes. So um, as always, this is BDP, Brian David Porter, living in purpose, on purpose, intentionally. Until next time, love you all to life. Y'all be blessed. Amen. <laughs>